live. Yeah, I got a better rendition on early earlier episodes. Uh, all right, thanks for listening to that, and thanks. Uh, you know, I needed some intro music. I missed the intro music. Uh, the intro music's usually uh, "American Heartbeat" by Survivor. I'm a Survivor fan, and uh, I had a good friend of mine. We, we'd always listen to Survivor. Uh, in his car and we're big we're big rocky fans so it just kind of stuck and you know that's i was doing the theme to blood sport um in earlier episodes but i kind of lost that intro um i think it's by it's a song by stan bush uh called 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 steal the night let's or let's steal the night but Anyway, welcome, welcome, young, old, and all. Welcome all. Um, in a little while, we might have a co-host jumping on board by the name of Daniel Wilson. Uh, we got some, we got some topics to cover. First of all, I wanted to thank everybody. Um, thank you all for downloading uh, the episode uh, where I talked about David Polites. Uh, or politis, however you want to say it these days. Um, that one got, that was a record breaker, folks. <laughs> 166 downloads. I say thank you. Um, uh, you know, I hope people weren't expecting me to talk to the guy because that was not what was happening. I was just talking about um, the unfortunate, sad events that's going on in the man's life and um, the missing 411 topic. Um I like talking about missing 411. It's very interesting. It's incredible, in fact. And when they do get to the bottom, when we do, the public and, and his followers on YouTube get to the bottom of this, it's going to be something so huge we won't be able to fathom. And that's why I like to – I think I'm going to make it an ongoing thing to listen to or to read chapters from – uh, the book, uh, you know, I, I got North American Beyond right now, and uh, there's some whoppers. There are some whoppers in there. Incredible stories. But today I'm going to talk about the Winter Soldier, the Falcon, and the Winter Soldier, and uh, the movie Nobody, because I want to kind of stay on topic, get back to talking about movies in, again. Um, and get back to comics whenever I can and try to keep things entertaining. I want this to be a fun show. I don't want it to be so serious. I've, I've had some serious guests on in the past. And 
I, I'm really here to tell you this isn't as serious as, sh- as of a show as you think it is. But as you can see from the last episode, um, pot at the, at the gymnasium, and I'm, I'm very, uh, I, I appreciate you guys for downloading that one. I know that was hard to hear. It was experimental. Um, I might do it again if you guys want. It's. I was just kind of going about my sets. I uh, didn't really have any real big epiphanies. Epiphanies, uh, till, you know, maybe in the beginning and at the end, but it was kind of hard to hear. I had to really jimmy the audio, and I hate I hate doing multiple steps. I hate doing multiple steps when I'm uh, trying to do a podcast because that really messes with the momentum, and I don't want to do that. I want to kind of. That's one of the reasons behind doing these live shows is that. I get to go on very little prep and a very little, little editing. In fact, pretty much no editing and just kind of riff. Uh, but I do miss kind of the intro, uh, the intro uh, parts to it. But uh, I am starting to do these live, uh, live episodes more than uh, studio episodes. Uh, mostly because it's the editing and the time involved. Um, but hey, I, I still do want to keep the old, uh, you know, keep the old way of doing things. So, 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 I have been watching. I guess we'll talk about uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and uh, we're about three episodes in. Spoilers! It's going to be spoilerific. Uh, been talking about. That show is, it started off pretty slow, but now we're, we're starting to cook. I didn't know it was a six episode show until about halfway in. And uh, yeah, I thought it was a lot of expo- exposition the first episode. I thought I needed more. I like the action. I don't mind the CG in it. You know, um, the fal- Falcon flying around is good stuff, um, but it just kind of pooped out. And, and needed a little bit more liveliness, needed a little bit of comedy if we're going to do that. Um, a, a shorter action scene, although there was an action scene, to be fair, with Winter Soldier, uh, kind of a minor one, of like a flashback action scene. Um, another thing about, I guess, that it's neat is uh, the new Captain America, which will soon be a U.S. agent, um, according to the comics. I... I I, I liked, I dug uh, U.S. Agent. I read some good comics with him in it. I think uh, it might might have been John Byrne that did some of those some of those '80s Captain America comics. But somebody did some really good art with some with Captain America just doing some awesome acrobatics in it. And yeah, it's neat. It's Wyatt Russell, Kurt Russell's kid, playing the part. That's pretty neat. He he's got kind of a a Matthew Modine look. Uh, but he and he, but he's got Russell's voice and, and mannerisms. So one of the things that confused me is that he throws the shield. I think a lot of us are confused. He throws the shield and hits. He bounces off some dummies or whatever trees, whatever. And it's like, yeah, to throw a shield like that, you got to be. Yeah, I don't know. That that's extraordinary. That that's not human. So maybe, hopefully, they're going to say that he was secretly taking some super serum eventually you know he does another move 
uh, in the second episode where he throws a shield and saves his buddy there, Battlestar, uh, from from the cement. That was pretty pretty cool. I like that scene a lot. Um, the action scenes have been pretty pretty good. Uh, the flag smashers, I like their masks, but they're pretty two dimensional. It's picking up. I again every time the characters get into an office setting or they have to talk a lot with other characters, it slows down. And sometimes it's it's kind of funny, but it's it does seem kind of trying too hard to be buddy cop. You know, it, it's not quite a Martin Riggs uh, and uh, Roger Murtaugh scenario. They're not, you know, it's not quite that. Uh, third episode, much better. You got Zaren, uh, Baron Zemo. He's got his purple mask. He's teaming up with him. And there's some there's some comedy. Uh, let's see. And uh, what's her name? Sharon. Oh, I can't remember her name now. Uh, well, anyway, the, the one that worked for shield there she's she had a i thought she had a pretty good action action scene outside the crates throwing a i think she had a baton or something she was throwing around um yeah yeah i think we're all kind of just trying to see where, where her character goes and um very cool very cool i love madripoor i'm a big wolverine fan as some of you may know uh or not know and some of those, some of those shots lo- reminded me of like uh, earlier issues of Wolverine, and that's tough to do because you have, you know, the city has a certain character about it, and it's easy for it to just look like, you know, Shanghai or Hong Kong or, or whatever, whatever major city out there. Uh, but I think they they emulated some of the the panels and some of the shots uh i love the princess bar a throwback reference you know of anyone that's a wolverine fan out there knows the princess bar is uh uh one of the one of the bars at uh, patch uh, frequents i'm not i forgot if he owns it or he free i think he might own it or something like that i'll have to go back and reread my my wolverine lore um there's a there's an awesome book by dk it's like a red book with Wolverine on it, and it's got his whole history on there. It's great. And uh, I need to keep going back to it and reading it. But the last episode's solid. Solid. They, I think it got the just about the perfect balance of action and and story. So the next few, you know, I'm gonna I might I'm probably gonna have to cancel my my Disney Plus for a month or two and while the other three episodes play out, because I gotta watch the uh what you call it? The, the new Justice League Snyder Cut. Got to watch that. So I got to get HBO for a month or so. Um, but so far, so good. It was a slow build, kind of like WandaVision. Very slow build um, with giving you a little little bit of fun here and there. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah, there was a little heavy handedness with the... Uh, with the racial stuff with uh, Falcon and the cops and all that. I thought that was a little, a little too on the nose, but you know, it was just that one scene. No big deal. Um, 
I liked it. I liked it a lot. So the next thing I'm going to talk about, because, you know, I haven't talked movies on here in a while, is Nobody. Anybody get a chance to see Nobody out there? I sure did. I sure did. I had a good time watching Nobody. It was a lot of fun. Um, Although a lot of it was pretty standard action stuff. You know, people come to Paul Odenkirk's uh, place and uh, they ended up end up uh, basically stealing, stealing from him. And they take his daughter's uh, cat pendant. And so he gets all pissed off and he's got to go after him and get revenge. And he's actually somebody that has a lot of, uh, I think, like a training, like he was in the special forces and all that. It's all alluded to. There's a lot of stuff in the movie that they allude to, but they don't, they don't tell you. There's a lot of questions of like, he has a a guy that he talks to uh, on the speaker radio all the time at home, but you don't know really his backstory. You just, it's, it's, it's somebody that he used to work with, maybe an old army buddy. And yeah, so it's interesting because sometimes I, I was thinking, is he making all this stuff up? Is he, is he talking to this radio and it's all in his head? So yeah, it's, it's well-directed. There's some good action sequences. Bob Odenkirk really brings it. Bob Odenkirk is the be- he's the best thing about the movie, really. Um, he really sells it. The fighting sequences are good. Uh, Christopher Lloyd is in it. He plays his dad. That's uh, kind of a uh, in a retirement home of sorts, and uh, good to see him back on the big screen again. And he kicks a little ass too, but. Uh, Overall, I give that movie a solid, I'll give it a, probably an 8.5. It's a good movie. It's worth watching. It's fun. There's some quirky, funny parts to it. But, you know, at the end of the day, it, it's not, I don't think it's a game changer movie. You know, it's not like one of those you have to see. It's But it's if you watch it, it's good. You'll be entertained. Um, again, it, it's a, if I was Bob Odenkirk, I'd be proud of that one. That's cool. And it's a good departure from uh, Better Call Saul. And this is a more uh, aggressive character. And um, yeah, so there you go. There's my review of Nobody. And we have Daniel Wilson coming, knocking on the door. He's coming in through the uh, secretary's letting him in. And let me see if I can get him on here. Here we go. Hello, hello, Daniel Wilson. Can you hear me? Let's see, he's connected. Let me turn up the volume. Now, I'm about halfway up. Let me put my, let me change the speakers here. Speakers, headphone, huh? No? Hmm. All right, what happened? There we go. There we go. How's it there going? There he is. Uh, doing well. Um, Right off the bat, I've actually been listening since you started it. I First, I tried to get on via my new PC. That didn't work because uh, Google Play won't let you download this app, Podbean, onto your PC. 
Um, so then I went to, I was like, maybe Apple will. So I opened up my Apple Mac and I started listening on that and then it didn't work. Then I tried that old, um, microphone that I plug right into my phone that didn't work. So finally I've charged my earbuds and you can hear it. I hope you can hear me. Okay. Yeah. You sound great. All right, good. But I'm just going to declare that right now, before the end of this, I am going to, because this always happens, uh, because I need to just get right now, I'm going to buy a new microphone for my iPhone. So I know it works, and then I will be able to hop on right away. Oh, okay. So you can just take action on it right now. All right. Whew. Doing well, though. <laughs> Doing well. Other than yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah i've been listening I, I know what's going on but it's like well i'm gonna go right into the movie reviews you know and because we, we don't we don't usually talk movie reviews and that's i wanted to get those out of the way first so i, I wonder is there any movie re- i have show reviews i've been uh i how about a show can i give you a show on yeah. netflix, on netflix yeah. that i really liked yeah go go for it frankenstein chronicles Oh, I heard of that. Yeah. Is is that with oh, oh who is in that? That's there's a well known actor. It's Sean Sean. Bean? Yes. 006. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and it's so it's it just it's like right now in the year twenty twenty one, it's a great great show to watch. Um if you're kind of calibrated the way to calibrated to see the world a certain way, kind of you and I kind of share that calibration, you know, some mm-hmm. people that it might just fly right over their head, but I think you would find it interesting. Just some mm-hmm. of the detail of that show. It's very detailed. And mm-hmm. I mean, overall it's, I thought it was a really good show, super creepy, uh, great acting, I had no idea what was going to happen. Like when, when what happened happened, I was blown away. So I, I thought, I thought the whole show was just pretty cool. I cut short, but they kind of ended it on a, I, I, I won't get into that, but it was, it was eh, 50% cliffhanger. Not really a cliffhanger at all. Actually. It just, well, I don't I would just say there's a lot of room to make more seasons, but I think it ended in 2017 or 2018. Yeah, I think I watched one episode of that. I watched one episode, I'm, and I'm like, it's it's not bad. I, I didn't quite hook me enough to keep watching, but since you yeah. recommended it, I might give it another shot. Yeah, it really it you have to invest those first couple episodes just yeah. to get attached to the character drama. And uh, once you're, I think by the time you're like halfway through the first season, you'll be, I mean, there's only eight episodes, I think. Eight. Oh, that's first, bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. That sounds, that sounds cool. Okay. I'll, I'll give it another shot. Um, I was just talking about uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and uh, about, it's only six episodes. They're like halfway through right now. And uh it's pretty good. It's I'm not going to say it's it's blowing 
anybody's socks off, but it, it's good enough to to watch and see where it, where it goes. You know what's what's it about? Uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's it's based off of the Marvel movies, The Avengers, and uh, it's two of the characters from that from that roster. Um, they're kind of uh, picking up the pieces uh, after the events of the last movie, and they are. They're trying to. I'm trying to think what what they're trying to do. They're they're basically they're trying to see what's going on with Captain America's. Uh, there's a new Captain America in town, and he, he's kind of a, he's kind of a jerk. <laughs> they're trying to get to the bottom of it, and uh, I don't know. It's it's a fun uh, little action superhero character kind of show. Um, so if you're into superheroes, if you're into the Marvel stuff you'll probably like it. If you're not, you might, it might be 50, 50. Huh? You know, I'm not like a giant fan, but I remember liking the movies when I watched it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're like, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it's Disney plus. So you have to be kind of motivated and, and be into it to get Disney plus, you know, cause other than that, there's not a whole lot on Disney plus besides, uh, you know, their library of, you know, cartoon movies and stuff. And, and, you know, that's all good. But, you know, a lot of people (laughs) that watch the Marvel stuff aren't going to watch all the cartoon movies, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, But anyway, uh, so what's, what's been going on? Like, uh, we're still working out pretty, pretty steadily. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing pretty good. Um, I've been hammering the keto thing for the past couple of weeks and I, you know, it fasting and keto, which have given me some pretty good results so far, you know, it's an energy shift where you're, you're making an energy shift. You're going from yeah. uh, sugar burning to fat burning. Um, and yeah. you know, if you're not, efficient in fat burning and you just cut over into fat burning it will you know there's an adjustment period so i kind of went through that just a little bit tired and then pain because once you start fasting and getting a little bit of autophagy where you know your body starts using its own storage for energy Mm -hmm. um Sometimes that that hurts a little bit when you're going through those fasting periods and you know your body's burning itself. Yeah, I, I can kind of, you know, I've, I've done a little bit of fasting, very, like, very minor, like, I think a day fast. Yeah. And just by doing that, I can notice, you know, just, it might, it might be a different pain from what you're talking about, but just kind of like the stomach and you, you're feeling like, ugh. Like, like, ugh. Right. It's hurting your your gut area in a way, you know? Yep. You know, and that's the whole microbiome, your gut. Once you you just cut off the sugar to your stomach, then the bacteria that were thriving off of the excess sugar, you starve them out. So, uh, 
I mean, this yeah. is my bro bro science, but I think it's <laughs> I think it's pretty accurate. Yeah, and, and this right now, um, being just being Easter, it's uh, <laughs> it's been all sorts of sugary stuff thrown my way. Oh yeah, I saw I saw you got together with your family. That looked nice. Yeah, it was uh, over my brother's uh, girlfriend's place and. Good, good meal. He's a good cook. We had pork chops and uh, potatoes au gratin. And, uh, yeah. Sounds and, good. You know, prior to that, um, my mom my mom had a bunch of, like, uh, jelly beans. And, you know, she gave us the, the, the Easter basket, you know, with a chocolate bunny. Um, and then uh-huh. we... I, I brought for dessert, you know, they wanted me to bring ice cream and cake. So I brought Snickers ice cream and a chocolate frosted cake. And, um, you know, it's funny. <laughs> uh, I won't name names here, but uh, she, uh, my brother's uh, girlfriend there, she started scarfing down her Easter basket of chocolate, right? And it was yeah. kind of like a kid in the Wonka store. She was just like shoveling down <laughs> the chocolates, like because she, she's, her and my brother have been on a, a kick. I, it kind of like, um, like a, like a diet. I don't know if they're doing what you're, what you're doing, but it's along those lines where they're really watching what they eat, watching the carbs and all that, and exercising on a regular basis and getting real serious about it, and. Uh, she was, we were just amazed how she was scarfing it down. And, uh, <laughs> and she goes, well, I haven't had any chocolate in a long time. And it's like, you know, it could just kind of take over when you don't have those sugary foods. You yeah. know, cause like I get you, I'm sure you appreciate it a lot more. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's good, man. It's good to, to do that and uh, just eliminate, I mean, it's hard for me to totally eliminate sugar, but I can certainly reduce it a lot more. Yeah. Now, a you lot should more. be able to at least reduce it there. Mm-hmm. But going, going down to, going down to like 20 grams a day. Mm-hmm. That, so, I mean, it's, yeah, that's basically, what is that? Like a piece of toast. <laughs> yeah two pieces of toast yeah so you're you're even eliminating like the natural sugars like in fruit and stuff well not completely um there's just you know one day i've been trying to go super low like no carbs and no fat either so just veggies and lean protein okay and i want to work out on that day and it's the energy you know you you have to cut into your body fat to, to operate. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, on like the weekend, I'm allotting myself a little bit of potatoes or um, I had, I had a small sweet potato, like about the size of, you know, two of my thumb, my thumbs put together. <laughs> really it was like a, t- a mini potato basically yeah and then i had an orange afterwards and it was the bomb it was i bet yeah. yeah um but before the reason i got did this i'm doing really good right now like i said but 
wasn't that long ago where I couldn't control it. I was eating all of the snacks, chips, chocolates, all of the string cheeses, you know, just every, all of the dry, Amina buys like dried fruits and things and she puts them into nice containers and organizes all the, of the snacks and Mm -hmm. puts them in their place. And I just would go in and just hammer it all, just destroy it all, you know? What do you think? What do you think is driving that? What do you think it, it is? You think it's the stress? Yeah. I mean, it's the, from working, but at the end of the day, you can't blame it on that because now I, like I said, I'm doing pretty good with this. It's not there. It, the, it doesn't exist like, um, it doesn't exist like when I was go- gorging down on everything, you know. So mm-hmm. I think the driving thing is once you eat some, you want more. It's like you can't just have one chip. So once you dig into that bag, it's just once you crack the seal, you open the floodgates. And if you let it happen, I can eat two bags of chips. I'll go later. I'll eat the full chocolate bar. I'll go for two bowls of ice cream. It can happen because, like, once it's a snowball effect for me, at least, but I feel like other people too. So, if you just cut it out, if you just cut it out, mm-hmm. um, then it, it, the craving goes away. Like, that snowball effect goes away. So, I felt like anyone can do it. You just got to switch over successfully into fat burning and it takes a little bit of a transition time. But once you're there, it becomes really comfortable actually, you know, and it's, it's nice to be able to step on the scale and lose, Mm -hmm. see it going down. I've lost eight pounds. Eight pounds. Yeah. Yeah. In a couple weeks. And, um, yeah. it feels, it just feels good to get that load off, you know, it feels good on yep. the skeleton. Oh yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Um, and then working a ton and, you know, I get to, can I tell you about the cool video I saw recently? Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah man. So you know who Grant Cameron is? No. He's like a UFO researcher. You might have recognized him. Um, I've probably seen him before, but I just don't remember the name. He's a Canadian. I like him. He just focuses on the consciousness stuff. But he mm-hmm. interviewed this lady. I forget her name. But she's 82. And... She's been studying for like the past 20 or 30 years near-death experiences. And she's interviewed these people, like thousands. She's followed the cases. Like she does kind of a David Polite style, only with near-death and death experiences. Mm -hmm. So, and it was just so interesting because the whole point of the interview was like they were going over all of the similarities of everybody that you know they were able to start uh pretty much 
showing a pattern of things that happened in most of the cases. And, you know, they, they address the, the skeptics. They basically just say, like, people are skeptical. They're not really dead. Their brain is just, they're not, their body's not fully dead, right? It's, it's just that time when they think they die, but they're not actually dead yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but then she came back and she was like, no, there's people dead for hours and they wake up in the morgue. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's not, it's not as uncommon as you would think. So in interviewing all these people, some of these people that were dead, you know, for hours, they came back with some pretty interesting things and they all kind of same the, the same thing. The first thing is it's all, it's pure love. Every case was pure love. It, you detach from every stress or problem or regret mm-hmm. or guilt. You completely detach from it. And some people said the light is really bright but it doesn't burn your eyes because you realize you don't have eyes anymore. (laughs) Your spirit. And then sometimes they were talking when you commit suicide, there's spirits there and they basically there, there's no judgment. It's all love. They just basically say like, look, now that you've seen what you're seeing right now, you want to go back and finish it out. And, they said if the body is still uh, able to recover and be used, right. then they can wake up like in the morgue or something. But if not, they'll just put them into an, a new baby. Yeah. Boy, that's unreal. Yeah. And they said there's no shame. The other interesting one was a few people reported going to hell. And they said when the pain got so bad, they simply asked to stop. They said, just stop the, stop the torture. Yeah. It it stopped. And then they realized that they made the hell with their own mind. It was, they created it. So as soon as they realized that it was over, they're free, they're free from it and they can either go to the light or the dark. Some was dark, but the same feeling of love and acceptance and just there was the light and then there was the love or in the dark, but both had love. Um, huh? Yeah. So if you get a chance, I can get this lady's name. Super <laughs> interesting. And just it's inspiring because th- the message, the overall message is like, just go for it it's when you die it's okay it's literally a lesson you're just coming in to learn and then when you're done there's no shame at all and she also said everyone that everyone said they felt like they knew everything when they died all the questions got answered everything you get to learn everything when you die well, dang. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. Well, I want to know what's going on with missing 411. 
<laughs> I want to get to the bottom. <laughs> you know, maybe, yeah. maybe I'll, I'll make myself, you know, have a near-death experience to find out what's going on with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've heard similar stories before where a guy, there's shadowy figures that, that, that trick him and where they take him and, or he follows them and it gets darker and darker and murkier. And then there's a whole bunch of uh, figures like ripping at him and tearing at him. And he's just, he, he becomes so uh, scared and afraid and all those negative fear or, you know, fear that major feel fear vibe. But then he, he asks for, you know, forgiveness and the Lord save him. And then a light opens up in the darkness and it, he's able to get out of there. Um, I think I've, I've actually, it's funny you talk about that. I had an idea in my head the last few days of our own heaven and hell in our own head. And cause you think about it when you dream and your thoughts and all that, they're, they're not even, I mean, a lot of people, a lot, there's been some research saying like, it's not centrally located. Like I get the idea that our thoughts and everything, it's just kind of floating around in the brain, but it's not, it's just kind of somewhat anchored for now. But like when you leave your body, you can still think, you can overhear things. So you're going on, on pure conscious. Yeah. Chris, you, uh, you're breaking up. Oh, shoot. All right. Let me, I hear you. Okay. I hear you. Uh, anyway, um, let me take a setting off real quick. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think it's like whatever you kind of make it, if you carry a lot of guilt and a lot of shame, and I think there's probably some part of you that says, I don't deserve, I don't deserve this. And, or if you don't believe in it in, in a certain way, you know, that you go to a hell and doesn't mean it, your hell might be different than someone else's hell or my hell or whatever. You know, just right. like heaven might be, your heaven might be different because of the kind of filter you put on it, your preconceptions about it than someone else's. So yeah. that's just my thought. That's definitely my opinion. Is that provable in a court of law? Is this kind of my intuition that I've, you know, listen to deep down, you know, that's all. It's interesting. Sounds, sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's, I mean, what's the difference between an actual material, well, so, somewhat material heaven or hell or the one in your head? You know, they're both just about the same. Right. Our pain receptors and all that come from our, our mind and it's like you can go and you can be in a dream and still experience a kind of pain you can imagine going through a pain oh uh, yeah nightmares are painful yeah Yeah. so man hey can you give me a sec i gotta take a 30 second break sure okay let's see So while he's away, 
feel free to type in a question. Sorry about the dead air. Um, well, let's see what we got here. I'll try to answer it uh, either by typing or just answering you. I don't know if somebody tried to get in right. Feel free to try to do that again. I'll see if I can let you in real quick. If not, just type in the uh, question in the chat and I'll try to answer it. Yo. Hey, 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 hey. Um, yeah. So that sounds interesting. Um, anything else in the paranormal realm you've been... Uh, watching or listening to um let me think for a quick second trying to buy a truck that's totally has nothing to do with it but i definitely i've been shopping for land um and i'm buying a we're gonna buy a truck with off-road capabilities so we can kind of go a little bit deeper into some rural areas. Oh boy. Uh -huh. But when I'm looking at these maps, uh, shopping around for land, it's like, I think about missing 411. I'm like, there's this big, a couple of these lots are right by big bodies of water. And it's <laughs> yeah. sort of close to like uh, skinwalker territory. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I definitely think about it. Okay, the other thing, paranormal. I sent you that link for that dude, Chris Bledsoe. He was the experiencer. I yeah, he, I didn't go to it yet. I think I saw that you sent me something a little while ago. I totally yeah. forgot that. Okay. Give it a watch if you need something. I, I guarantee you'll be You'll think it's crazy. It's mm -hmm. uh, Anyways, so his son is th was 13 at the time all this stuff happened and now this guy his son is 27 so it's like you know 14 mm -hmm. years later and he does a lot of radio show and podcast appearances his son does and he's he's just he's experienced since he was 13 he's been experiencing extensive ufo or et spirits they you know they they call them beings interdimensional beings that have been constantly visiting his family on the property mm. and mm -hmm. so now he's 27 and he goes on podcasts and stuff but he talked one of the stories is where the uh when he has a couple brothers and one time when they lost time they were gone and they didn't realize that they were gone for hours well during that time the spirits were holding his brother down there was like three beings that was holding him down and he couldn't talk he couldn't move he was totally oh. he was totally in shock like but he was awake for it he just oh, couldn't gosh for that you know long I mean? for three hours yeah um well, the time was lost, so he's not sure how long it actually was, but he was gone for three hours. Oh, okay. But, yeah, so there's a lot of 
time loss in these case, story cases. And anyways, so I was listening to the podcast in my ear as I fell asleep and like I started sleeping and I, you know, I was listening to it while I was sleeping. And then I woke up in the middle of the night and this is the first time this has happened to me in a long time. But I, I was in full sleep paralysis. I, I thought I was, I knew I was in my bed. I knew I was in my room. I was trying to move so hard and I was trying to talk and I mm -hmm. couldn't. I just absolutely was completely locked in. Yeah. And I've, yeah. It's not the first time I've had that, but it was weird because it happened right after I was listening to him talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Huh. You know I mean? Yeah. So that was, that was kind of crazy. That happened uh, like two nights ago. Wild. That's happened to me. Um, it's been a very long time, but that happened probably about two or three years ago now. And I was being, instead of, well, along with that, I was paralyzed, but I was being pushed down into the pillow. And uh, that's crazy. So, yeah, that was strange. And that, that could be attributed to like a, a body thing where you're, you're, your senses are trying to register what's going on, but it felt like something was pushing me into the pillow. And uh, when was this? Oh, a couple years ago, just, you know, just waking up and every day, just an everyday day. And, yeah. Uh, you know, nothing. I wasn't really listening to anything uh, bad or, or whatever the night before. And um, it was just kind of, yeah, being pushed down into the into the pillow, and it was it was only for like, oh, about three or four seconds, and then I was able to kind of snap out of it and 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 push back. But it was uh that was weird, that was really weird, because uh, I've never experienced anything like that before. Crazy, yeah, man. Um, but I am actually looking forward to um. Look, I'm planning on going up north and going to the mystery spot soon. Really? Um, up where, there where? In, uh, near, I think it's, I think it's, I don't know if it's right before Mackinac or it's right in Mackinac Island. Um, the UP, I think, something like that. Or just, just I'll have to research it again. So it's going to be up there. Um, cause I just, I, you know, I'm getting a little stir crazy. I, I need to go on a kind of trip, you know, to just get out of the area. Cause you get sick of looking at the same area every day, yeah. <laughs> the same spots. It's like, yep, there it is again. And it's like, you gotta, you gotta mix it up. I'm looking at the calendar from last year. It's like, yeah, that's who had some uneventful, uh, <laughs> some uneventful months. <laughs> yeah. Not that they weren't productive because they certainly were. And, uh, but, you know, I remember, you know, my years in college and just like marking, oh, I got this event coming up or I got this karate tournament, uh, and, or when I was in California, it's like, oh, I got an open mic night coming up. That's going to be, yeah, I better get ready for that. Or, uh, some, some cool event in Los Angeles, you know, or whatever. And then it's like my, my calendar these days, it's like, damn it. This is, this is pretty dull here. I got to do something to, uh, liven this up you know yeah here. well i uh, think i think what you got planned for this mis mystery spot mm -hmm. 
it's a good calendar event. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it'll be, I guess it'll be a solo. Are you going to vlog your way through it? Yeah, I'll do, I'll definitely record. I'll do, I'll for sure do a podcast. I'm a, a pro, yeah, since I have my spiffy iPhone 8 with 256 gigs of storage on it. I'll oh, probably, yeah. <laughs> and video editing software on it. I might do a little bit of that. And, uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. That'll be cool. Um, so, cause the weather's, the weather's clearing up, man. It's, uh, spring has, uh, sprung apparently. It's I don't know 82 here that. today. What was it? 82 degrees here. Wow. 82. Yep. Dang. We haven't been in 82. We've been like in fifties, probably fifties, mostly maybe 60. A little. Like, yes, Easter was great. Easter was like a nice 65 degree, 70 degree day. It's beautiful. Yeah. Sunny and everything. Um, but it snowed just like a couple days prior to that. <laughs> you know, right. one last time it was like faking us out, you know, and today it rained and it was a little bit cold. So, uh, I mean, it'll be sunny, snowing and rainy on the same day in Michigan. It's just, it's such a schizophrenic uh, <laughs> state with weather like that, you know. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, I I feel like Minnesota has its touch of that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're right up there with you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, you have the late. You have the. Let me see. Do you have? Let's see. Man, go ahead. Sorry, I'm just gonna pull up a map of. No, I wasn't really. I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm just getting. Uh, you know, uh, I need to go out and do a little mini adventure and kind of get away from the local uh, familiar settings. Um, right on. It, it's going to feel good now that we can you utilize the nice weather. Yeah, Michigan is surrounded by lakes. It's crazy. No. And there's a, a buddy of mine just went to some of the lighthouses and Charlevoix and that was that was cool because that's a good little mini getaway and it's only like an hour west or from where we're at um some of that territory like in the west side of uh Michigan that's mm -hmm. some of that's a little missing 411 territory so well, like, <laughs> that's gonna be a little freaked out <laughs> Manis Manistee National Forest yeah yeah I think so that sounds familiar Grand Rapids. Uh, Grand Rapids, yeah. I, I don't think I've been in Grand Rapids, but everybody would always talk about Grand Rapids. So that, that's a major uh, little town. And you're close to Detroit? Yeah, pretty much. I'm pretty much, I'm not like in the heart of Detroit. I'm just like in the area, like outside area of it. Probably like Ann Arbor? Ann Arbor is about an hour away from me. Are you north? Yeah. I'm, I believe I am south. Southeast, it's it's Southeast Michigan. That's that's the area I'm at. So under the under the thumb, under the thumb part. So Monroe or Luna Pier. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit further south. You know, the the Macomb Macomb Township is what they call that. Um. So yeah, that those are like within you know half hour, forty minutes. Those little areas. Temperance, but Ann Arbor, Ann Arbor, I've driven there by myself. That's U of M, you know, college. 
and uh, you know, it's like it's there's there's like some farm farm country here and there, you know. But I'm just more in the concrete Detroitish kind of uh, suburb suburban area. Um, it's crazy. Lake Michigan meets Lake Huron up at Northern Michigan. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then Bose Blanc Island. There's a ferry. Oh, I want to go up here. I bet it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. I mean, I don't know how your schedule is, but I mean, I haven't, it's not set in stone yet, but I want to kind of do it. Where's the spot? It's, let me see. Let me type it in real quick here. Uh, Mystery spot. Chicken. That says St. Ignis. Oh, uh oh. Let me see where this is located first. Yeah, this is it. Uh, St. Ignace. It says temporarily closed, so I don't know if they're going to be open. Let me see. Just type in Mystery Spot, Michigan, St. Ignace. And yeah, it's got the whole thing with the uh, where you're, you're standing at a slant. Oh, okay. So that's basically on, yeah, the Straits of Mackinac. Yeah, it, Mackinac. We all say it. We say Mackinac. Mackinac. Mackinac yeah. C is silent, I guess. Straits of Mackinac. Gross cap. Crazy. Yeah, and man. what is what's up with this spot? Um, hold on, some stuff coming up. Oh, they have an Atlas Obscura. That's kind of neat. Um, I'm looking at the website right now. This looks a lot like the one in uh, Montana where uh, David was 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 interviewing that uh, Bigfoot guy. Um, granted, heavy advertising uh, da, 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 story. In the early 50s, a few surve- surveyors were exploring Michigan Michigan's Upper Peninsula one day. And they realized that none of their equipment was working properly. The problems they discovered after some testing were only apparently in a circle of about 300 feet in diameter. Behold, a mystery spot. Uh, Okay, so their equipment wasn't working. Um, Thousands of people have visited over the years. Uh, Gravity does strange things here. Or more accurately, your brain does strange things as it tries to make sense of the contradictory input. Uh, tall people appear to be shorter than they do outside of the spot. Again, just like the Montana vortex. Uh, these optical contradictions and odd physical sensations keep people coming back for more. It is also said that the mystery spot makes people feel queasy and lightheaded if they stay within the spot's boundaries for too long. Wow. Yeah. And you can play some mini golf, uh, <laughs> explore a, bit, a maze built in the woods, and take a ride down a zip line. See, this is a good little uh, solo adventure for me. That's cool. Or yeah, a small group of people, you know. Right. 
But if it's all COVID, yeah, strict, then I know, I know. So I'm not, uh, I'm not sure. I'll have to call them up or see what's going on here. I'll visit the website. Let's see. He says visit website. And guided tours. Da, 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 da. Um, that doesn't say anything about if it's closed or not at the website. So I'll have to contact them. I'll have to give them a call or email them. Yeah, St. Agnes. So, yeah, that's that's a fun little time. And that's, that's doable without spending, uh, you know, a huge amount of money. I'll spend a little bit of money getting up there. And, you know, what's nice is that I could stay at, the, at my, my grandpa's cabin, you know, so I don't have to pay for a hotel, really, which is pretty, pretty cool. So... Nice. And also consider that if you, if you ever, you know, make the trip over up, up there, you know, that is a possibility depending on where you, you know, where you meet, how far it is, you know, whatever the deal is. How is you your, um, stay- yeah, I mean, you could always stay at, at the, at the cabin with, cause there's, there's multiple uh, rooms and there's even like a guest house kind of situation. So that's pretty cool. Um, what about your trail? What's the progression on your trail? I have old, old Spanish trail? Yeah. Uh, you know, I kind of I kind of stopped my research. Um I got to get back into it, no excuse. It's just it got to a certain point where it's like let's go. I'm ready to go. And I want, I've just been working, so I should keep researching it because you can, you can research in endless directions. You know what I mean? One thing will lead to another and you can literally go off on any direction. So there's no excuse. You can't say, oh, I know everything I need to know. No, that's not true. You've got to keep the, all of the awesome stuff lives in the edges I think so I need to keep looking into it. I have, I'm staring right now at four books on the subject. Right. I mean, a lot of it, a lot of it is repeat, but it's still really good. I still learn, even though you're reading the same material, that's a good way to remember it by reading, you know, encountering it more than once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So do you know, have you have you hit it? You picked a date of when you want to go and and tackle it, or what are you thinking? I haven't yet, but it's right on our land, so uh, the trail goes by our land in Taos. So oh, that, think, you, that you purchased? Yeah, we're kind of just working on getting our off-road setup ready, like our tent, our cooking, our kitchen, our mobile kitchen. Are I'm gonna get a solar system, I think, so we can go stay on camp on our land a little bit. Yeah, down in New Mexico. Nice. Yeah, that's another thing we could do, Chris. We could go on a road trip to somewhere like you know Utah and Idaho, where things are a little more reasonable, in my opinion. Hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd be down. I'd be down. I, this year's looking, you know, um, uh, I, I'm paying off that the, the London real expense. <laughs> and uh, I got, you know, taxes are looking, you know, decent you know, where I can, you know, slim it down on, on the bills there. Um, but yeah, I'd like to do something. I could, I could, I might be able to pull something off for a week. We'll see, see how it goes. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, yeah, somebody put together this awesome documentary on Route 66. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you just type it in YouTube, it's like a two, it's a two hour documentary, but I feel so envious because, you know, I, I took Route 66, but I took the, the main, the main, cause there's, there's the main road, the main route, which is like everyone takes that, but then there's like the old Route 66 where you take that, and you go into the backwoods and, and you go into all the touristy stuff, like the uh, antiques and museums and stuff. And uh, it's really cool. Like, but the thing is, like, when I did my trip, I it wasn't about that. It's like, I got to get from point A to point B, then C. Right. I only have so much money. If something goes wrong with the car, I'm kind of fucked, you know. Sure. And I couldn't really, I didn't want to even risk staying at a ho- hotels, really. You know, so it's like it wasn't like it wasn't that laid back. It was laid back, but it was like this is the first time I've ever done this. Is my car gonna make it? I hope nothing breaks down. <laughs> yeah, and I, I was, you know, I stayed at a buddy buddy's place in um in, in Tennessee, and that was kind of like the hotel in a way. But um, yeah, that it's really cool. It really it makes me want to if I ever uh, do that again, I, I might do it that way. You know, that's because the roads are right next to each other. Like, so you don't have to worry about getting lost so much or whatever, because you can just get back onto the main road. Yeah. And you can see it visually from where you're at, you know, cool. unless a 411 situation happens where you're, you you lose sense of where you're at. And yeah. Things go blurry. Then that's Just don't good. go off on your own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, what, that's why you got to go in as a team and stay yeah. together. Yep. That's what he's saying. David's saying, he's like, look, every time it's like you, these people, they're going, you're going solo or there's a split people, you go up around the hill and they're gone out of, out of visual contact and like a horror, horror movie. And that's, and you're gone. And it's like, we got to get it. We, we both should get a personal locator beacon real. If we want to be, you know, right. serious about doing these kinds of things and hikes, uh, especially going, cause I, I do want to go to a park again. I do. You know, I went to all sorts of parks in New York by myself, and now it's like I I, I wouldn't feel good about doing that now because <laughs> who knows what the hell was watching me in those damn parks. But uh, I know. You know that would be terrible if uh, you got taken. Yeah. Or whatever happened. Mm-hmm. But. Um... Oh, we got Sasquatch. Sasquatch entered the, the live. Well, it's about time Sasquatch entered the live studio. <laughs> oh mean, no way! We were talking about <laughs> this kind of stuff, and uh, I hope that's not a precursor to what's going to happen <laughs> to us. Yeah, I'm scared to go oh, to the bathroom man. in the middle of the night. <laughs> you know, I'm by a toilet, water, I'm by myself. <laughs> Uh, well, you know what's terrifying is that some of these people, I think it's in his, the water book, the um, 
uh, what's the, this, there's a certain name for the one um, where he talks about cases by bodies of water, but some of them in cities, people get taken in a, in a fucking bar, in a bar. Someone got taken, like when their friends walked in somewhere or walked away from them or something, and he came back and the person was gone and no one saw him vanish out of thin air. It's, that's, that, that one, it's Crazy. hard for me to believe. But at the, hey, you know, there's multiple witnesses saying this guy never left. That's strange as hell. And then the one where I was telling you about, uh, they were driving, uh, the family was driving over a whole bunch of granite. And they got out of the car. As soon as uh, they opened the doors, the, the person in the back, or the kid in the back seat was gone. <sighs> I think I wrote, I read that one in the last episode or something. That's a surreal story. Where is that? Oh, where was that? I got the book right here. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I would take me some time to, to look it up. I love it how David is just always strapped up. He goes out to some park. <laughs> yeah. Video. Yeah, he's ready. He's like, you better believe I'm <laughs> carrying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm contemplating it for the first time. I'm contemplating, you know, buying buying a pistola and and practicing with it, you know. Yeah. Um just just fun. Just yeah. I don't intend to go carry it all over the place, but you know, hey, things have been really weird. Um I do have some weaponry in the bedroom that I could throw down with, but it would be nice, you know, just to have a real basic uh Beretta, you know, that I could go right. practice with and you know, well, did you, you shoot know. a lot? Did you shoot a lot in the army? I shot. Yeah, it was mostly it was all M16. And um, uh, I didn't shoot anything other than that till later. Like a buddy of mine, I visited a buddy of mine uh, that I met in the army and I sh shot his a 10 gauge shotgun <laughs> back back uh, backwoods territory there. That was interesting. And then uh about five or six years ago, I went out with a good friend of mine and we went to, you know, shoot some guns at a, at a range and uh, all sorts of different guns and stuff. It was pretty neat. Um, and there's a little like a little gun range, like a little small gun store slash indoor range. I could uh, right on my main street, right where I, I live. I, if I wanted to, I could go in there, maybe rent a gun for that day and, and practice if I wanted to, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I back in 2010, I went through the arsenal at the gun shop. I just rented everything, spent all my paychecks. I'd go just rent everything. I wanted to shoot everything. <laughs> and I went through every, you know, I shot like a lot and then I was over it. And I just felt kind of like no need to really, I got it out <laughs> of my system, you know. That's not an excuse. I should at least have my basic like you were saying just a basic um pistola mm -hmm. just and know how to use it it's a tool you should know how to use it yeah you know and that's what he he made a good point is that people most of the time the people that are that do buy a gun they're 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 very practiced with it because you have to stay in practice with I think it's part of part of it is that you have to go in and practice every so often shooting it. And, 
yep. take a mini class or whatever. And that kind of disciplines you uh, further with the weapon. And, you know, it, it's a good peace of mind thing. You have it in a case or somewhere in the, in the house. Like, okay, all shit breaks loose. It's there, you know. I mean, yeah. I think it would be definitely be a last case scenario. I would probably go to my hand axes first, but <laughs> it really shit really hit the fan. Right. You know, there it is. But I, I mean, I feel like I want to have my escape mm-hmm. and, you know, just have extra security on like my bedroom. And if someone breaks in, sure. Yeah. I, like I just basically say, you know, take everything. Just if you come in here, I'm ready for you. Right. If you can take anything you want, but if you come in here and at the if they break in, you call nine one one. You put them on speakerphone so they can hear everything, and then you basically just tell the announce. There's a script that you follow, and mm. then you're then you're covered if anything happens. You know, uh-huh. if they try to if they try to break in and they can he, the cops can hear it on the recording, like he clearly says, and then. You know, well, at least where I'm at, I don't know what Michigan's like, but we're uh, we don't have stand your ground, so you you have to you can't you're fucked if you shoot someone. Basically, you have to you have to guarantee there has to be no doubt that it was your last resort completely. Like you have to be completely. No other resort. You have to be in a window, with, like a room with no windows, and the only entrance is getting through. The only exit is getting Jeez. through the attacker. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. You don't want. I mean, and, and that's just like, well, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to end my life because I had to try to defend myself. So I think, yeah. I think the, and I mean by going to jail. Right. I don't yeah, want to end yeah. my life because someone breaks into my house and then I have to lose my freedom because I was just. But the nice thing about it is it's like, OK, so if you can't, if you don't have stand your ground, then the next thing is and the better thing is to protect your home, have security and have a way out and just have a way. So it's like, yeah, you have your firearm near you in that last case scenario, but you can pretty much survive the whole ordeal with added security and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, so, and then if you just, they, if they take a bunch of stuff, then insurance will pay for it. That's the whole point. So, I mean, you know, that's the stuff I learned at class. So it's good to get educated on it. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people, a lot of people think, you can just shoot people because they're stealing your car. No, you'll go to jail if you shoot someone for stealing your TV. Yeah. And elite, you know, if you think you can defend your property and shoot someone over it, you can't. Yeah. I mean, legally, you know, I mean, whether yeah. or not it's right or wrong, I'm not I'm sure it's situational, but um, I can understand how someone would be furious if someone broke into their <laughs> private space and started stealing shit, that's uh, I mean, just a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I can understand the rage. Yeah. A lot, most, a lot of people would just probably yeah. in panic mode. Like 
just um, in unbelief that someone's breaking in through the glass to get in that 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 alone is a pretty terrifying uh thing to go through like i don't, I don't know if i told you this like when i was in my college days um somebody busted through the window of uh, the house i was you know living in you know with my brother and all that yeah and uh i didn't understand what the hell was happening like i went into full panic mode but um i grabbed the bat right and uh, i went i heard the next thing i heard maybe a few minutes later was uh somebody coming in through the door side door and uh it was nighttime and the lights were out in the hallway where they come in there's like another door that leads into the uh the the kitchen yeah. so i had to open that to see who the hell was on the <laughs> side of the door and i'm ready to p fucking pound whoever it is and I, w I open up and it's a friend of my uh, <laughs> of my brothers and his his girlfriend and they're like just you know they're in another planet they're like oh they're, and they're talking amongst themselves they don't realize someone just elbowed the glass window and i'm like oh my gosh i almost hit i almost I fucking hit you guys because there's somebody smashed the window and they're like what the hell and then my brother got home and he freaked out. He flipped out and I, I didn't have the sense to, you know, call the cops. I, I should have, but I was in, that's never happened before. So I didn't know quite what, how to react. Um, yeah, yeah. So I need a weapon and try to defend myself. And I turned out all the lights. <laughs> so it made it even more scary. And uh, I guess what had happened is that it was one of those days, like when everyone returns to college, and everyone like in Mount Pleasant, like people get shit faced and, uh, yeah. and what I think what we found out is that someone got in, a, in a, an argument about his, with over his, uh, his girlfriend, they were breaking up and he lost his mind and elbowed the window because he was so oh, furious. Jesus. <laughs> Gosh, that, that sounds that, about that, right. Caught up over the woman, kids. Uh, <laughs> I know it's not easy, but don't go about pounding somebody's window about it. That's not good. Uh, Definitely not good. <laughs> but hard not to. It's a hard thing to go through as a young man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's boy, it's, well, that's, you know, in college, like for sure in high school, but not that I had like a girlfriend in high school, but in the college, you know, there's a, your emotions are still going pretty crazy, you know, whether you get involved or you're into a girl or whatever the deal is. So you just, it becomes your world in a way because all you're doing, you're going to school, studying, working, and then the rest of your time is hanging out with that chick and getting emotionally attached and have, you know, it's like, you're not going anywhere else, you know? Right. So exactly. Plus you're drinking. So that doesn't help with the right, right. Brain right. chemistry. There's all these parties going on and what, what parties is she going to? And there's all these other horny dudes fraternities and there's all that competition. It's yep. probably the best. I didn't get in a serious relationship during that time. Cause I, that, yeah, it would, it's, it's a hard emotional time too. You know, totally. Yeah, man. But uh, I think I think I'm gonna wrap the episode up. We're at an hour and fifteen. That's pretty good. I nice want to episode. 
few more episodes this month, so we'll leave a little bit of room. Um, good talk. Thanks for thanks for joining, man. A wide variety of topics. Yeah, yeah, I like that though. I like I like starting off on the home topic, uh, movies or comics or what you know the entertainment field because it gives me something to, to a springboard where I can kind of tie it into something else in my life or uh it, yeah i like because it's like i used to listen to this like comedy podcasts and you listen to a comedy podcast and it's like it's not funny because you're trying too hard yeah and it's like i like to kind of listen to podcasts where people on it are naturally funny because they're naturally interesting and funny characters and it's kind of a similar aspect to this not that we're off the wall zany funny it's just it's it's coming from a natural place. One topic goes into the next and it's not all about this one topic and organically move to another one, you know, and that's cool. And I appreciate that when you come on. So thanks for being right on in a while. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone, you can catch Dan Wilson over at uh, ddon.life on uh, iTunes. And are you on Spotify? right now i don't think so okay um but a few other itunes stitcher google all that yeah 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 so i'm looking forward to the rest of your uh old trail episode i mean how many old trail uh podcasts you have i know there's at least there was yeah there was god i thought there was more than that um no i think there is there's at least six i'd say Let's see. Yeah, six. Yeah. Yeah. So So. it was a good series. Yeah, it it is good. And 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 your and your um your guest on there, he's he's good. It's good to have somebody go back and forth with about the the topic. Right. And um, I think that's a very interesting uh, series you got there. I think you should do stuff like that more often if you can. I'm just going to do a deep dive research into a topic and um, cause it works on a couple levels for one, that information and two, your, your, your headspace on that topic, you know, and, uh, and three, it's good escapism and they're learning something new, you know? So yep. good job on that. Um, now that I got my spiffy new iPhone, uh, I can get more caught up with podcasts and stuff and, you know, Go d- yeah. deeper into the catalog. That's good. That's good, though, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like it. I like listening to your to your podcast when I'm uh, either on the road, you know, um, on auto, you know, on autopilot there, and uh, or I'll be cleaning the bathroom, <laughs> which is funny. I don't know why, but your your podcast is a cleaning the bathroom podcast, you know, where I'm doing an activity, but you guys are in the background, and I can just kind of zone out. That Perfect. Way. I'm happy to to provide that <laughs> service yeah. for that window of your day. <laughs> now, I yeah, I did a pod. I need to do another podcast. I yeah, yeah. I've been itching to get some guests on because I think I I could have some good guests. Um, and I think it would make sense. It's just a good thing to do, you know. Yeah, it, like as I always you know, said, it's like a journal. You're like jur- journaling, 
And it, it's good in that sense because you're getting it out of your head, whatever is on your mind. Yeah. So it's healthy that way, you know. Um, yeah. It really yeah. is. Yeah, man. All right. I think we'll I think we'll end this one on that note. All right. S- sounds like a plan. Uh, right. Take care. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Thanks for being on. To you All and right. everybody, long days and pleasant nights. We'll All right. You. Take care. I'll 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 hop off so you can say to your proper exit. Okay. My exit. All right. All and right. we're going to get off. As Daniel Wilson, everybody, he's leaving the studio saying goodbye to the secretary. Um, and uh, yeah, I appreciate him being on the show. It's awesome. And um, I apologize for some of you guys that wrote in, but couldn't we, I, you couldn't get through. I don't know what's going on. Sometimes I'll get messages on the chatter on the chat box on here, but maybe, maybe, uh, DJR, maybe you just didn't send any more messages, <laughs> but we got Sasquatch that entered the live studio. Sasquatch. If you want to uh, write in a quick question, feel free to do it. If you're still listening. Um, because it's it's interesting to have a guy called Sasquatch on uh, on the show, <laughs> especially when we're talking about uh, missing four one one and uh, paranormal. Until then, it was great doing a live show, and I'll be doing another one or back in the studio podcast soon. And uh, may you all have long days and pleasant nights.